0: Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And like us again, producer
1: Mario.
0: Mario. So,
1: <laughs> we are talking about uh, Snoopy's Legacy today. Are we? And yes, we are. Okay. Indeed. So, thanks to our dear friend of the podcast, Trevor Wilhelm.
0: Yep, thank you, Trevor. Uh,
1: if you want to check out his voice, because you couldn't see him, he was on Producer Special Season 1, Episode 7. Nice. Okay. So, he went to Black Lab Brewing and brought, bought... Brought
0: bought and bright. brought yep, both. Us a
1: Snoopy's Legacy twenty twenty one edition. Okay. Two for us to have today.
0: Nice. So what is the Snoopy's Legacy? So mm. basically, uh it's the third edition of their annual barrel series in celebration of Snoopy's birthday uh, this one is a blend of American wild ales aged on French oak for the past year and fermented with a generous helping of red dragon fruit and guava. Mm. So the result of that is a tart, funk forward and super juicy saison with a hint of oak to round it out.
2: Guess we'll be the uh, deciding factor on that, won't we? We will. So who is
0: Snoopy? Good question. Please right.
2: inform him. I will. So, well, you know, he's, he's kind of the owner's trusty and loyal Black Labrador mix, whom the brewery was inspired by. Mm. So here's the thing, right? We see this kind of often, right? It's usually home brewers become a brewery. They get the brewery. They get something that ties them close to it. This is the same case. Black Lab, Snoopy, Snoopy, dog, dog on picture. You'll see it in our Instagram, right?
0: And that's their logo, right? Is, that is their yeah. logo.
2: So this brewery, funny enough is actually dog-friendly. So that means you can basically take your little uh, doggy there and have a little doggy date. Um, And
1: being the uh, only owner of a dog out of the uh, four of us, I appreciate bringing my dog to a brewery to have a beer.
2: Yep. So you can basically bring your dog to the brewery and have a pint, as well as take your dog for a walk. So it's really a a nice way of getting your calories uh, taken care of in both ways.
1: Absolutely. So this beer isn't untapped, and you can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. The overall rating for Snoopy's Legacy 2021 is a whopping 4.28. Wow. That's pretty high, out of 5 and a total of 84 chickens.
2: That was the last time we checked. So... I guess before we kind of get into this, has anyone had this or any previous versions of it?
1: I have had a previous version of this uh, in 2020. Um, so I had it on October 7th of 2020, and it was actually a very much lavender forward. Mm. Um, so what it was was again, it was like that wild um, barrel or wild ale aged in French oak barrels, um, but it actually had oh, I bed of wild blueberries and lavender all right
2: that's
0: why it would be lavender forward yeah Yeah. weird eh? uh i have not had any of the previous versions before i have had uh quite a few beers from black lab and they do make really good stuff um so i'm excited to try this one
2: brett what did you uh rate that one?
1: i rated uh snoopy's legacy 2020 3.75 out of five and just to go back a little bit in 2019 because it's the third year the global rating for uh, Snoopy's in 2019 was 3.99. Snoopy's Legacy in 2020 was 4.01, and this one was 4.28.
0: So this one's the best out of the three so far. It, just it sounds seems like getting better with yeah.
1: age, as some would say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. So the 2020 version there, um, I myself had that um, as well, and so I gave it a 3.75. And t- Trevor. Give it a 4 and out of 5. And
1: producer Mario, because it's an episode, for God's sakes, he gave it a 4.5 out of 5.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at some of the pictures on Untapped, and um, we had different lighting styles as well, and uh, producer Mario did put the bottle on the left-hand side of the glass. Um,
0: where the it rest actually almost looked like producer Mario.
1: Um, it was one of the first beers he cracked in his new
2: home. Oh. oh. oh that's nice. So beautiful. So beautiful.
0: Well... Um, So, a couple of friends of the podcast have had this one. So, uh, Danny Acosta, uh, one of the friends of the podcast. Uh, yeah, Danny, we of clap for for anybody around here, you know. Um, Danny, my boy. He had it, uh, and he gave it a 3.75 out of 5. And then, as we mentioned, uh, Trevor uh, provided us this beer, and and he had it off the tap at Black Lab. and, And he gave it the following description on Untapped. He said, it tastes like a tropical slushy drink can't taste the 7% due to the carbonation and slight funk from the barrel age can't see a reason not to give this a 5 and therefore he gave it a perfect 5 out of 5
2: so it is good to note that Danny had it in the bottle yes and Trevor had it off the draft
0: yes and we are having it in the bottle as you will see on our uh, untapped and, and then our, in our draft. instagram right yeah. and, well, so, and then in the glass yes yeah. <laughs> for sure <laughs> thank you
2: so our friends on untapped gave it a combined score of 4.38 for all those playing at home and that kind of is a little bit above those uh, the overall average of a 4.28 so um i mean we don't need to open it up because it's been opened up but uh maybe we should uh give it a little smell see what it looks like and uh get any kind of opinions on just uh, appearance and smell what do you guys got
0: yeah, so it's very um, kind of pinkish, uh, pinkish red, magenta, maybe. I don't know. I'm really bad with colors. Apparently, I'm colorblind. Um, I've, <laughs> You're doing well. I, I've got uh, quite a bit of sediment hanging around on the bottom of my uh, taster glass, I will I say. I also do, yes.
2: This could be a problem of ourselves, um, having this bottle for a bit and not uh, cracking it open as fresh as we probably could. Yeah,
0: have. but I feel like it's a the- beer that you can age.
2: It it is. Yep, for sure. Now, to speak to that, and this is where I was going, um, is the guava aspect, right? Yeah. And and you see that a lot with guava beers is that they usually leave like a sediment or even like a sediment ring or usually around the bottle cap, depending on how you have the bottles um, sitting or standing, so...
0: Well, do we want to t- uh, taste this beer? or Absolutely. We can. Or oh, do you want to smell you it? Want we want to
1: can. look at it
2: for like the next 20 minutes. Uh, no, I just didn't know if you guys got anything off the, uh, the the nose. And this is, I guess, the happy 12th birthday to Snoopy. Um, so I'm curious what they do in a couple of years when Snoopy no longer exists. Um,
0: wow. Be, be t- kind of
2: curious where they go with this.
0: Tyler getting morbid. I thought I might say something like that. Um. <laughs>
2: yeah, i have just saying it's, <laughs> 12 years. My dog lasted 16. So we might get four more years of this, but I, I hope we do get an anniversary beer regardless after the fact well, because these have traditionally been great beers.
0: I'll say I just, whenever Snoopy does pass on, I hope that the brewery continues because they, like I mentioned, Snoopy make good will beer. live forever. Yes. Cover your kids ears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, when I smell this, it tastes, or sorry, smells very uh, fruity, almost kind of some berries in there um that's really what i'm getting off the nose
2: i get that kind of guava dragon fruit so i do get that on my Mm. nose
1: you can can almost taste like it has been re-fermented as it states in its description
2: yeah 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 it does uh smell like a re-fermented beer so all right let's taste it out fellas (coughs) i'm I'm getting the dragon fruit and guava
1: that you are indeed. Okay. I am also getting that.
2: You are my taste buds,
0: and then absolutely I am. <laughs> there's certainly um, a sour aspect to it. Um, you know, like a a sa- this is a saison classified as a um, wild ale. A wild ale, okay, okay. So you'll yeah you'll see more sourness in the wild ale versus a saison. So that makes sense. But um, it, it's it's almost. As sour as I would expect from a beer classified as a sour. But not too tart. No, it's not too bad. Um, but there's some tartness to it. Yes. But it's not too tart, right? No, it's not too tart. Right, yep.
1: and, and going back on, so it's labeled as a wild ale on tap, but also in the description, also as a super juicy saison. Right. right. So you were right and I was right. We were both right.
0: Well, I guess they they probably use saison yeast, I would imagine, to, yeah, to so. brew it. Yeah.
2: So with this one here, we find with any of these kind of like fermented age old kind of beers, right? Um you get that french oak flavor profile, but again it's not jumping in your face.
0: No, it's at not. At least at
2: least for me, right? Like you you get it, you can taste that oakiness, right? But it's yes, it's it's not is. to to me it's not overwhelming. Some of these beers that you get in like fodder age and whatnot are just a little bit you know, too oaky. Yeah, yeah. But this I one is, is it's done well. It's nicely balanced.
0: Yeah, and I and I will say it's um, you know, it's nice that we're sharing this beer together in our taster Sh- glasses. Sharing is caring. Um but I I this is almost a beer that I wish I would have had a full um bottle to myself. We're sorry. Well, you know what? Uh, Talk to Chris. producer
1: Mario about that. He could have just gave it to you. No, yeah. I'm not gonna blame well, anybody. You know what? we're sorry. No, he, Chris. no,
0: go ahead. We're sorry. I'm just gonna say because I think that as you as you drink more of it and as you get it into your mouth more often and that sort of thing i think you'll you more flavors might come out than yeah. just in your taster glass this
1: is definitely a beer that you, if you were rating it is going to start out relatively low and then as soon as you get more of it it's going to get peak up and get higher right and that's on. what
0: i'm afraid of is that when we're just drinking it out of a taster we might not get to our true rating of it i think
2: beer. i think we will i think we will Because we'll have a couple sips in there. But let's go to the top five flavor profiles. Number one, Fruity. Uh, Yep.
0: Yes, Uh, absolutely.
2: It's
1: there. It's not number one for me, though.
2: Oh, okay. okay. So number two is tart.
1: That is number one for me. Really? I get more of the tartness out of this than the Fruity. Do you
2: find this fairly tarty?
1: I do, yes. Fruity is definitely... Like, Fruity is number two. I just in my personal opinion. I think it's a lot more tart than it is for you. Yeah,
0: I, I'm I'm getting more fruit, personally.
2: Yeah, I would agree. And Pretty Mario is saying the same thing. So, we got through three through fruit and one through tart. So, that's okay. That is okay. Alright, number three on the list, we have smooth.
0: I can I, see I, it. I mean, it's smooth, smooth. Yep. but I don't think it's the, the third flavor nope. profile, personally.
2: We got uh, number four, tropical.
0: Yeah, it's, I give it tropical for sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I, and I think that goes with the fruity aspect of it.
2: Yeah, I'd be probably more direct with that. Remove the tropical and toss in the guava or the dragon fruit specific because yep. I, I can taste those instead of just like. The umbrella term of tropical. I feel like I can really pick out dragon fruit in this. Yeah. Um, I and a, I'll be honest. I too. think
0: I might need to grab a dragon fruit and a guava at the grocery store next time. Because I, I'm not really up to snuff on my yeah. flavor profiles of dragon fruit and guava. Farmer
2: you, Fife does not like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we might do then? Maybe uh, one of these times we should just get together offline. doesn't have to be on the podcast. Or we can include a producer special. And maybe see if we can get a guava, a dragon we'll fruit. Just
0: eat Fruit, yeah, do you like
2: an ozzer, you know what I mean? Like, just try a uh, uh, your fruit, it, yeah. right? Like, we can try those, maybe that'd, that'd be kind of the, the, the thing we do. So, um, number five was refreshing.
0: I do find this refreshing, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, I think it's refreshing
1: for sure.
2: So, we're looking at this in the, the middle to end of November here. Um, I would have preferred to have this probably in the summertime when it,
0: and I believe the bottle Sorry. says August 2021, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I would have liked yeah. to
2: have it then. Uh, because I feel like putting this on ice, chilling it a little bit, um, and then bringing it out, maybe just watching a Jays game on a deck,
0: would be great. Yeah, we were we were off during August, but uh, yes, I that, know what you mean. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank yes. you for that. Um, <laughs> all right, Untapped users, what do we got, Brett? You got the first one. Yes, yeah, so the first um,
1: um, comment is from uh, JT, and his uh, handle is Naterguy. I think that's what that means. On October 23rd, said big floral notes on the nose paired with massive juicy fruit flavors, that hint of berries and rose hips, pleasantly tart and refreshing. Seriously, tasty. And he gave it a 4.5 out of 5.
0: All right, so the next one comes from Vince G. Uh, Vince Gingras commented, Strong fruit aroma, distinct wild yeast with fruit influence. Tastes are solid, but fruit flavors build up quite a bit and are overwhelming by the end. And uh, Vince gave it a 3.0 out of 5.
1: So to be one of those people that maybe um, thought it got worse towards the end versus at the beginning.
0: Yeah, just a little mm. bit overpowering we for him, I guess. Flipped it, I
2: guess. Yeah. No, that's good observation, Brett. Um, yeah. So I'll get us started with ours. I'm going to give this a four. I'm going to give it a four and a five.
0: Yeah. I I was struggling whether it would make it to that four. I think it does. Between
2: get, 3.75 as well? Yeah. Yeah. Pr-
0: pretty well. So I, premium. I, I think I'm, yeah, yeah exactly. Really. It might be like a 3.9, but uh, I'm going to bump that up to a 4.0 for myself
1: okay for me uh i'm gonna give it a 3.75 and it looks like me and producer Mario are just kind of like nudging to the finish line because he's also giving it (laughs) 3.75
2: all right so we got the math in here so that's going to give a overall team score of 3.875 and we're going to bump that up because chris and i said why not and that's going (laughs) to give us to a 4 so Anybody got any last comments? If not, we'll continue on. Th-
1: thank you, Trevor, again, for providing this uh, beer for today's episode yeah. and your connection with producer Mario. I have no idea how that happens. I-,
0: I feel like he just wants to get his name more on the podcast. so
2: Probably. And you know what? If that means beer our way, I'm I- okay. I'm with happy
0: it. with that, yeah. Absolutely.
2: All right. That's going to be it for today's producer special episode.
0: Yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these unique producer specials.
1: Remember, everybody, to drink responsibly, do not drink and drive.
2: So from all of us and producer Mario, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.